Hello, Bob Rocks. Hello. Hi, is this Dave? It is. All right. Well, let me introduce uh, singer, musician, songwriter, and I'm also going to add storyteller and historian, Dave King of Flogging Molly. <laughs> How are you? I am well. How are you doing? Good. Yes, just kicking in on our on our tour. Just did our third date last night and um, a day off today, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, this is the Road to Rebellion tour, correct? Yes, it is. We end up in Vegas and California with um, our Shamrock Rebellion Festival. So yes, we're on the Road to Rebellion right now. Oh, nice. What do you do on your day off? Uh, talk to you. Okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you did mention about the Shamrock Rebellion. I saw that you posted on your social media that you're releasing a special drink for the festivities. We are. And um, it's with the promoter, Cameron, who's a, a, a lovely, lovely gentleman. And the thing is, we've always been very concerned about bringing out a beer because, you know, we wanted to really like it. I think it's very important. Being an Irishman, anyway, it's very important to like the beer that you're drinking and not just drinking it for the sake of drinking it. So, believe it or not, he got a brewery in and it just is a beautiful, smooth, like, stout. It's absolutely lovely. Yeah, it's called the Shamrock Rebellion Nitro Irish Stout. Now, so were it you, is. you were a part of we the didn't, creation? We didn't, we didn't we didn't venture too far in the name, but how and ever, you know, but it, it is a, it, it's a lovely drink. It is. So did you get to go into the brewery and, and help like with ideas? No, they, they, they sent, they sent us, um, oh, I, you know, I drink, I don't make, you know, I mean, I, um, but they, they sent us samples and they, they kept on giving us ideas about where they were going and stuff. And then, um, yeah, no, it really is, it really is a lovely drink. We actually tasted it full on for the first time, uh, two nights ago. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And I saw it's going to be. It, we brought it out on stage and shared it with some fans and it was fun. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that was very nice. And I bet those fans were appreciative. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I hopefully they, they, they got to taste it and enjoyed it. Now, I see it's going to be released on the West Coast, especially with Cali and uh, Las Vegas. Do you think it's going to go worldwide or, you know, at least to the East Coast over here? Um, well, we're talking to uh, a few people at the moment. You know, I mean, the thing is, being it called the Shamrock Rebellion uh, Stout, it's quite a mouthful, you know? Yeah. Um, but because it was just an, initially for the festival. But you never know. I mean, hopefully, literally, word of mouth, you know? You never know. <laughs> you never know, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you've been in the industry for over 40 years, and I'm with Flog and Molly for, what, over 30 years. Yeah. So I guess you've seen so much change in the industry. Has your way of writing and creating music changed since you started? I think it's gotten a lot more personal, I think. I mean, if a song moves me, that's, as I'm writing, if, if, if I'm emotionally engaged in the song, that's the most important thing, because I think that will translate, especially to people that come and see Flog and Molly. I mean, I only write songs for myself, to be honest with you. I know that sounds selfish, but to me, it's the only way I can relate to it, and hopefully people can relate to that, and I think they do. I, I think you're right, and with the, the different types of, I should say, topics that you kind of go through, of course, a lot of us know for, you know, your drinking and all those songs, but then you also have you are you're like a historian about Ireland and things and it's inter how history can repeat itself so something that you might have wrote about with your I with hit, with Ireland can also be associated with something else that's happening in well you know what the you world know, Stacey, you bring you bring up a very very good point there because I've just I've been realizing that we've been bringing a lot of songs that we haven't done in many many years on this tour and what's actually sad about it kind of in some ways is that they're still relatable today mm -hmm. and you know it, it's kind of strange I mean it, but the thing is Flog and Molly's always been about celebrating life the good and the bad and yeah I mean. 
a lot of our new songs of our new album anthem, um, because most of them were written in the pandemic, and myself and Bridget were in Ireland. I think the history of my my country kind of started to really sink in again, and and I started to write a lot about issues of freedom and and men and women working together and and you know chasing that freedom. And a lot of the songs have been about that, and we're playing a lot of them live on this tour, and people can feel that. I think that's awesome. I know in one of your documentaries you stated saying labels are for envelopes, which I couldn't agree more. And <laughs> someone who would happen, which I don't know how, that doesn't know Flog and Molly, how would you describe your music style? Well, it comes from the passion of Irish traditional music, which to me is, is punk rock music. Irish music has always been punk rock, and I think that's why it's so relatable in the punk rock scene today. It is a song about struggle, it's a song about identity, uh, it's music of identity, and but it can translate to anywhere. And that's what's amazing about it. I mean, I remember uh, reading just lately about the late, great Shane McGowan. And he felt when he started the Pogues that he wanted to bring it to a new generation of Irish music, to a new generation of people. Now, I didn't know that at the time. I only found that about two months ago. But that's exactly the same way I felt when the Flog and Molly started. I wanted to take where like people like the Pogues and the Dubliners had been. And I wanted to bring it to a whole new different generation because I feel Irish music has that power. It has that passion. It's almost like soul music in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... People relate to that. I mean, when you think of a band like Flog and Molly, I mean, you know, we've played in Chile, we've played in, you know, Japan, and, you know, you, you wouldn't think necessarily you'd play in places like that with music like this. But it, we all have our own traditional music, and it has a beat to it, it has a, a, a pulse to it. Yes. You know, and, and I think that's why people can relate to it. And like you said, you've been, of course, you do all these world festivals and tours, and then you do, like, you started with, like, the Warp Tours, and then you've gotten into the Knot Fest and the Louder Than Life, and of course, you're mm-hmm. big. St. Patty's Day celebrations that you always have at, in California and Las Vegas. And like you mentioned earlier, you involved your fans in your shows and it seems like there's always some moshing going on or I even saw like this whole crowd rowing. <laughs> which, oh, yeah. yeah. All, all these yeah, years, what is the craziest thing you've seen? Well, I wouldn't say it's the craziest thing I've seen, but we played Atlantic City last night and during a song, this guy starts screaming at me going, hey, hey, hey. And I thought somebody was hurt. Uh huh. He lost his cell phone. He interrupted the show because he lost his cell phone. Can you believe that? Uh, no, no. Yeah. So I, I just said to the crowd, "Excuse me, this guy lost his cell phone. His mother is trying to call him because he's late for dinner." Um, and I just, I was just like, that was so. He, he felt so privileged. Did he really? I mean, yeah. But that was just last night. Wow. So that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh yeah, that one <laughs> that one's a little off the wall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not so, your t- typical you thing. <laughs> No, no, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> but at these yeah. shows, are you, I guess now, you know, being around for so long, are you seeing the different generations all coming in, you know? Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, there you go again. Like last night, you have this guy going, where's my cell phone? And then in the front row, you've got two families with their kids. You know, there was like five-year-old little girls and six-year-old, five-year-old little boys with their mom and dad. And that, to me, is what this is all about. This this is like unbelievable. And, and one of the kids were on top of their dad's shoulders, and he was he was just going for it. And it was just beautiful. That's his awesome. Big ear, his big earmuffs on his head. and <laughs> It was just, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's... I, that, that is one thing. I mean, I, I love that. I mean... I'm and we have noticed that over the years is the, the generational thing that comes into it now. Yeah, that's you know? just got to be great to see, it, especially it with is, the kids and, and the parents and then even grandpa.
Paul, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's <laughs> beautiful. It really, it, it really is beautiful, you know. And just singing along and jamming out and flogging away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 it definitely warms the heart. It really does. Is there something else that you still want to do or still, I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to use the term bucket list, but is there something still out there that you're still reaching for? Wow. God, that's a really... This is one of these questions that you, you never prepare yourself for, I don't think. You know what? Doing what we're doing, we've been doing for the last over 30 years. We never thought in a million years playing a Molly Malone's that it would ever get to this, you know? And when you call your band flogging Molly after the place because you're playing it so much that you feel like you're flogging it to death, <laughs> it's like... You don't see much of a, a bucket list kind of band there, you know. <laughs> but but it turns out it was. Yeah. You know, and it still is. And that's that's amazing. You know, that's an amazing thing to me is is, you know, it's a wonderful thing, you know. Well, I just wanna thank you for continuing to be authentic and flogging for all these years. Is there anything else <laughs> that you would like to, to share with us before you go and enjoy some of your day off here? Yeah, well, I'm just you know, I'm I as I said, we've just done our third show of the tour and it's been amazing and once again we're having just an incredible time and it never it's always a still a surprise after all these years to see people coming out and singing our songs and you know with the world we live in today it's kind of hard to celebrate life and you know for just that hour and a half at least or you know with the bands we have on Jen and the Degenerates and Amigo the Devil you know it, it's a wonderful bill and and it's you know we're just proud to be doing it yeah so don't get your tickets now Road to a Rebellion Tour happening this Friday Hollywood Casino at Charlestown you can get tickets at HollywoodCasinoCharlestown.com thank you Dave thank you so much indeed you're welcome have a great show I hope, I'm hoping I, I hope can make it down too. yes oh please please do yeah yeah come on alright I'll, I'll come flogging yeah. you'll have fun <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.